This is the Rich Eisen Show. I live, breathe, and eat football. Me love football. <laughs> Me think football great. <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. So any player that comes out and says, I've got other interests. They, I, I, I like hearing that, too. Earlier on the show, co-host of the Men in Blazers, Roger Bennett. Fox Sports college football analyst, Joel Klatt. Coming up, host of Fox's Game of Talents, Wayne Brady. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. We had a great chat with Joel Klatt in hour number two, Roger Bennett in hour number one. The very funny and talented Wayne Brady is going to be calling us in a matter of moments here on the show um, to discuss the uh, the show Fox's Game of Talents that he is the host of. Also the host of uh, Let's Make a Deal. What a show. Gosh. Remember that growing up watching that with Monty Hall, Let's Make a Deal, one of the greatest right, odd oh couple God. episodes when Great. Felix and Oscar were on Let's Make a, a deal. deal. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wayne Brady's going to join us. Chris Brockman's news update forthcoming. Uh, in hour number two, I announced <clears throat> the, uh, the construct of this year's Run Rich Run fundraising venture. Uh, go to NFL.com slash Run Rich Run to uh, donate. And we're asking you to also run a 40-yard dash in your clothes and upload it to uh, video while you're making your donation. Or you could do anything with the number 40. Let us know about it. Um, 40 errands, you know, walk 40 flights of stairs if you want to do something like that. Yes, if you want to drink a 40, just, you know, put it in a paper bag. That's all I ask you to do. <laughs> Can we do that on set? Thankfully, no? we did not pour one out for the 40 this year during the pandemic. We actually went ahead and did it. We did it in SoFi Stadium at Hollywood Park. That's awesome. That actually happened. We did it on Saturday. Eight NFL legends, along with eight very, very generous donors, were teamed up, and they ran together. We had a little competition, and the contents of that competition will be aired on NFL Network's draft coverage, day three of our draft coverage, coming up in the great state of Ohio. And so we announced that in hour number two. We talked to Joel Klatt as well, who's going to be part of our Friday coverage. We, we talked to Joel about um, what the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are going to do it for. Because we know, even though there is apparently my consuming somebody's well-worn sweatshirt on the line, the 49ers are taking a quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That leaves a fourth and choice of two first-round graded quarterbacks at four and five. Leaves that, along with Kyle Pitts, is the conversation for the Atlanta Falcons. What do you do? What do you do if you're the Falcons in that position? Joel Klatt seems to think that Trey Lance will be sitting there with Justin Fields. If you got a choice between Justin Fields and Trey Lance and Kyle Pitts, what do you do? I know what I would do. I'd take Kyle Pitts. You see what the Patriots do with two tight ends. You see what everyone does with two tight ends when they have two very, very good tight ends. Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. Matt Ryan, go to work. Seems like you got a nice little window there with that group, right? Offensively. And then you figure out your quarterback spot down the road. 
Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, maybe draft a guy next year, you're after. Or you don't even have to draft somebody. Figure it out. You don't have to draft somebody. You figure it out. I mean, when this guy's being called, you know, gold jacket potential. Yes, I mean, that's f- what you do. You go for it. Thankfully, we've got eight more days to ruminate on the subject matter. Now, uh, Chris Brockman, you know what I like to talk about on this show. A lot of yeah. people would consider yeah, this maybe a sports talk show, but you know that's not what this uh, really is. So it's a pop culture more. show. It's so much more. What was I born to do outside Rich. of talk uh, sports or, or in pop culture on a show like this? You one, were Chris? put on this earth to give away cash and prizes. Damn straight. What did I do in college? What did I do in college? You did stand-up comedy. Damn straight I did. I love, I love laughing. I love comedy. I love giving away cash and prizes. I love seeing people win cash and prizes. I love competition that is outside of the sports world. And this man gets to do it all. I enjoy his work for many, many years on Whose Line Is It Anyway, the Drew Carey Show, the Wayne Brady Show. And now he's the host of Fox's Game of Talents, airs Wednesdays at 9 Eastern on Fox. No new episode tonight, but the show will be back with a new episode next week. Thrilled to have here on the Rich Eisen Show, Wayne Brady. How are you, Wayne? Hey there. Good afternoon. Uh, I think it's afternoon where you are. No, I'm here in Los Angeles, California. I'm here. Oh, well then, good morning. Good morning. Well, actually, I'm in El Segundo. Wayne, you want to come down here? Any thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Did you leave your wallet Um, here? I don't know. (laughs) Ooh, nice tribe reference. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to bring my A game knowing that you're going to bring yours, Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that as well. So um, what is the wildest talent you've seen in Game of Talents to date, Wayne? Um, the wildest talent. I think uh, wild, wild itself as a descriptor is subjective yes, and sir. talent is a subjective. <laughs> yes. and, I would agree with that, yes. And, and I've had to broaden my definition of talent since this show because – there are things that I think of as given talents when it comes to, to show business that yes. I, being an actor, singer, dancer, I respect people who, who have worked at that craft. But now in doing this show, it's opened my eyes to the people who are, you know, we've, we've had a guy that we build as, a, um, as, a, as, an, as, as an animal, as a stuffed animal acrobatist. And I laughed at it, but the dude comes out and he's pulling trip, triple flips and gainers with the stuffed animal between his legs on a trampoline. And I asked him why, and he said because the other stuff was too easy. And I said, you know what? You're right. That, that's talent. We've, we've had a scorpion wrangler and a spider wrangler. I said, why? Because I wanted to know how that worked. Right. And the fact that they can control these animals that look un- uncontrollable and they know about them and they can put, put them in their mouths and let them walk all over their heads, that, that's a talent. So I think we've had some amazing off-the-wall talents that just aren't your normal. And so those are the ones I think that have really caught, caught my eye. Well, these, these bear, these, these lot, what you just said, bear follow-up questions, Wayne Brady. And I, and I understand what you mean about, you know, the quote-unquote talents. You know, the other day we talked about with less than 100 d- days to go to the Olympics that, um, you know, if fill in the blank was an Olympic sport, I would be a gold medalist. And I said two bounce tennis, that if I could hit a ball in tennis on a second bounce, I would be just, that would be the end. I, I, I would gold medal in that. That's my talent. You know what I mean? Like that would be for me. So I understand that talent, it could be in quotes, but what the hell is a scorpion wrangler? Are we literally talking about like a, like a, like a mini rope or mini, mini, and actually wrangling a scorpion? Is that what you're talking about? 
Yeah, there's Wait. been someone who uh, she she was able to. Um, she's not afraid of scorpions. Yes, she's been able to, and she can put them in her mouth. Um, she can. They they're trainable to a degree, which I did not know that an animal like a spider or a scorpion could be uh, made to do anything other than just be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's an actual talent. A spider wrangler and a scorpion wrangler. We had had the guy who's who's a scorpion wrangler, he was able to put the scorpion in his mouth, the scorpion didn't bite him, um, and being, being able to make the scorpion walk up and down his arm, uh, it's weird. It's weird, but it's an actual talent because it's something that, that if you look at it, he's an outlier because he's put in more than 10,000 hours of being able to work with the scorpion <laughs> when I couldn't put in 10 seconds. So he wins. Yeah, the first 10 seconds might make you rethink your concept of wanting to uh, keep going with the endeavor, one would think. the and first life. time. <laughs> and life. And life. Wayne Brady here on the Rich Eisen Show again. Game of Talents airs Wednesdays at 9 Eastern on Fox. And stay tuned next Wednesday for, for a new episode um, of, of, Game of, Ta- of Game of Talents. Funniest um, colleague of yours on whose line is it anyway? Was who? Who is the one that, that you knew you had to really come correct when Drew gave you the uh, construct um, or would crack you up, Wayne. Which one was that? Well, well, they all do. And for anyone listening, the Drew Carey version isn't the only version of Who's Line. It's been on oh. for seven years now on the CW with Aisha Tyler. That's right. And in my estimation, is probably funnier in certain regards than the original iteration. Well, the second, it, 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 the, the second version, because the, the ABC version was one second behind the... Uh, the British version. Um, I can honestly say there is no answer to that because Ryan Stiles is a genius in my book. Colin Mockery is a genius in my book. Um, uh, Greg Proops right. is a certified genius in anyone's book. <laughs> my partner, Jonathan Mangum, who was a recent, uh, you know, addition to Who's Line in the past few few years, who does Let's Make a Deal with Me and, and all my shows, he is a genius. So I'm lucky. When I show up, it's like being being on a team where you know that if I do a no look pass, yes, it's always going to get picked up. It's always going to connect, and they can trust me, and I can trust them. And Colin Mockery always makes me laugh, even when uh, even between between the scenes, we have a really great great uh, chemistry together. He uh, always makes me happy. And and I think part of that is because he was my um, one of my idols when I was coming up and watching Who's Line on Comedy Central, just thinking, wow, how cool it would be to one day be able to work with this guy. And then years later, I, I get to work with him and, and I call him a close friend. So it's part of being on a great team. When did you first cross paths with Drew Carey? When did that happen? When the British version uh, became the ABC version, I think in 98. Damn, that's been a long time. You've known him for quite some time. That that's yeah. Uh, and then you know, obviously being on that show and um, let's make a deal is one of my favorite game shows as a kid, Wayne. I mean, that was something I always watched with Monty Hall, and I always you know um, was always whenever you know you, you you made the deal, and I don't know, it always hit me in 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 my gut whenever you know it didn't work out for somebody that was standing there dressed. <laughs> In the most ridiculous costume, it's unfortunate when somebody comes dressed like that and then walks away with a with a with a parting gift. That's unfortunate, Wayne. 
I, you, know, it's, you got a good yeah, story it's on that? It's kind of a life zonk. It's, uh, it's not just a zonk on the show, but it's a zonk in life. If you show up dressed as a, uh, you know, dressed as a hamburglar and you get zonked. Yes, that, that's, the, that's the ultimate problem. That's the ultimate uh, parting gift on, on that whole front. So um, Wayne Brady here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Tell me about Blind Fire that's available for free on Tubi right now, one of your recent films. Wayne. Oh, blind! Blind fire was just a. Um, it's a. It's a cameo that I did. A a buddy of mine, Howard Barish, pr- produced this movie, which I'm so happy that he did, and and um, and brought brought me in for a cameo in it. Uh, um, it's about uh, a gentleman who who. It's based on a true story, of um, I forget the name of the 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 thing that these guys, these gamers, started doing to each other where they would actually call in a fake crime to, to the SWAT team. I think, I think it's called getting, getting swatted, where they would call in, you know, this guy has a gun to my head and I'm at this address and please come help me, help me, help me. And these other guys are gaming. And so, of course, you hear the gaming noise of machine guns because they're playing Call, call of Duty or some online platform. Mm-hmm. And they burst in, you know, the cops burst in guns ablazing. And this has happened a couple times. And in one of these, it was they, the whole thing was, was it racially motivated? Could the cop have done some, something else besides shooting, shooting the unarmed uh, gentleman who happened to be black? And it's based on a true, true case. And so the movie itself, uh, uh, starring Sharon Leal, and, and, and it's an amazing cast, asked that question. And to be a part of that conversation really meant, meant a lot to me. So I'm in a scene where I play one of uh, the officer who, um, who actually killed, killed the gentleman in question. I'm one of the other cops, and as they're out celebrating, I bring it to his attention. It's like, oh, so you're celebrating the fact that you killed this unarmed brother. And so we get into it in the bar, and that starts to set up the question for the rest of the movie. Is he guilty? What are the ramifications of it? And it's it's a really great movie to make you think, especially in this day and time. Yes, Bob. Where so, so, so many of these issues are real life cut from the news issues. Yeah, I was about to say, it seems like a very timely uh, film for people to go check out on uh, 2B Fox's streaming service. All available Absolutely. completely free. It seems like a uh, rip straight from the headlines in certain ways as well. Yeah, yeah, sad, sad, but but timely. Uh, hey Wayne, thanks for the call. Let's uh, let's do this another time when you you certainly when you've got uh, another episode of Game of Towns to talk about or anything else that you that you've got going on in your in your universe. I appreciate it. I'm Thank a fan you of your so work. Much, I'm a fan of your work, and I you know I appreciate the laughs over the years. Oh man, it's my pleasure. So I'll come down and see you at El Segundo. I would let you 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 have a place right here uh, anytime you'd like. There's a chair, Thank there's you, a microphone, buddy. and we'll we'll figure it out whenever. Whenever we can. Thanks for thanks for the call, Wayne. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You better. That's Wayne Brady on Twitter at Wayne Brady. Instagram, Mr. Brady Baby. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I was gonna put you in a position, TJ, to have him, you know, try and suss out what we're gonna find out on May fifth. I thought that's where you were going with Or it. May the fourth, right? Yeah, fourth. May the fourth. May the fourth be with TJ. That's gonna be big. The Tuesday after the draft is when T.J. Jefferson has either been told to come on down or he's like the person dressed as the Hamburglar who gets nothing. What, what, what? With Drew Carey. 12, 12 people. Nine out of 12 got, the, got that call. I mean, it's like the lottery. 
Well, it's a pretty good chance. Great odds. Three out of good four. odds. You better yeah, make I know. Especially considering what it took to get there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah what, what lottery are you playing where you went like nine yeah, out of 12 I mean, scratch offs, like, you get a prize? Uh, Mike claims he wins scratch offs a lot, though. I do. The NBA lottery. You got a good chance. Let's take a break. Justin Fields <laughs> news is what Chris Brockman just said in my ear. Part of Chris Brockman's news update and your phone calls at 844-204-RICH here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now let's go out there and broadcast. Yeah! The Vince Lombardi Trophy is sitting here in all of its beautiful, shiny glory. Proud of you. Look at you. You got a big desk. You got a rock and roll band. You got the Lombardi Trophy. Right now, I'm feeling really low. Like, yeah, you're, you're up like Yao Ming, and I'm looking up to you. Like, <laughs> you're a Muggsy Bugs? Yeah, I'm Muggsy right now. This is very Tonight Show-like. I mean, I feel like I'm at McMahon over here. I should have the great Karnak visit us. Yes, I should open the envelope. Here we go. HTC Mike and the Houston Texas Cheerleaders, everybody. <laughs> There's a bit of pizzazz there. Oh, Thank wow. You almost threw out your back right there. <laughs> you don't bring me in here no. to do traditional stuff. Say go. Oh. <laughs> was he holding me or was he not holding me? I came and found my wallet. My wallet is missing right now. Come on. I'm just saying, you look like it might stink a little bit, Rich. Everybody be like, yo, I saw Rich Eisen leave the bathroom and oh my God, what'd he eat? How in the hell do you do that with your You know what? Chair? It's magic, baby. It's magic. 
He swears that he's going to be able to get a selfie with Lady Gaga. Yes or no? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm bringing a peck poppin'. I'm bringing a peck poppin'. You ready? Make a key catch. Here we go. There we go. Gotta like it. Gotta like it. $100,000 pyramid, man. Come on, win some money, baby. Help somebody win some money. I'm guaranteeing $100,000 for whatever lucky individual your producers care to pair up okay. with. Okay. This man won a major award last mm -hmm. night. The Pat Summerall Sports Broadcast Journalist Award. Thank you. It's the biggest award there is, folks. So give it up. Thank you. And it looks, it looks like, Rich. Yes. It looks like something was drank out of it. Yes. <laughs> Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger. Spoiler alert, it was red wine. <laughs> we had a great night that night at the Summerall Award, right? We sure yeah, did. Yeah, that was fun. Jude, the we night uh, sure for, uh, for the Summerall Award. Been there, done that, huh? We've been done a few things. Yeah, we've been around the block. Yeah, we've done some around the block. You haven't been things. around in a while. Done some things. Done some things. So, what do you want to talk about, guys? We're waiting for the radio audience to return. Um, like 30 seconds to go before we're back. Is that what we got? I got something. What do oh, we got, TJ? Oh, what do we got? Lost my wallet. Are you uh, serious? Yeah. In, in El Segundo? Segundo? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. I mean, it's so stupid, but yes. I did lose my wallet in El Segundo. I mean, it can, I, I once got fired on a Friday, and I've lost my wallet in El Segundo. These are things that can only happen. Yes, we're learning you know, day after day. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Gosh. That yeah, so there's crazy. that. Sorry, bud. Is that why you've been a little bit uh, preoccupied on today's show? I mean, I've been spending, you know, looking through Twitter. Did you cancel all the cards, Teach? I put a put a lock on them because I'm not yeah, a yeah, thousand percent sure. I want to make yeah, sure. Gotta, like, yeah, I, yeah. I came to the studio that, last that night at like six at night oh, to make sure it wasn't know. here. I lose the Costanza wallet. There's like we're sending Dude, out your wallet. Is look at that thing. We're sending out the the, the um, oh Air Force. Right, we're, back, Lombard. we're back here in the Rich Eisen show. Uh, TJ has lost his wallet. So if you're around here in El Segundo and you see TJ's wallet, please return it. <laughs> Del Tufo sends <laughs> out a, your wallet. Needs, this is a, needs, a, like this is your insane. wallet. It needs to be closed with a with a latch. Yeah, there's like a like a band. Mike's lower lumbar region hates him. I don't I wear, wear this. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. I don't wear this. <laughs> That's like wallet. a fanny pack. <laughs> this has like everything in it. This is kind of where like, do you put it? Yeah, what What do you mean? I don't that? ever wear this. I have a small wallet. I take out when I dress up to go out. This is just like the. This well, is like the material. Yeah, but that doesn't fit in your pocket. No, does no, no, it? no, 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 no. I've never. I never will put this in the pocket. So where do you keep one. it? In a bag. I got a little bag. I bring Plus, he wears cargo shorts, Rich. You no, I don't. I haven't worn cargo shorts in a long time. We retired those, TJ. We retired those. You know, those he's got in the Rich Eyes show. I actually did get ago. a pair, like, like three or four new pair of non-cargo shorts. All right, let's take this phone call and get to Chris Brockman's news update. Manny in El Paso has been holding on for quite a while. What's up, Manny? Hello, dangerous dick guys. <laughs> My drop bill two Two Jack Jefferson and half the tag team champs, Cage and Chris, the Brockman Bruisers. Oh, we gentlemen. Manny. Manny. Manny, how you What's been? Up, brother? Two questions. First of all, if you would be walking down to the ring at WrestleMania, what would be your entrance theme song? And number two, for the NFL draft, no matter who goes to what team, won't everyone be playing for second place because DP12 is going to run it back, right? Uh, mm. But as great as Brady is, he's never hosted the NFL draft 17 times in a row. Or been nominated for an Emmy. By the way, congratulations for that, uh, Mr. Eisen. God bless you, man. TB12 has nothing on RE17. RE. Another great show. RE. Again, congratulations. Congratulations on raising all those money for those kids. Thanks, bud. Uh, your dad in heaven is smiling down on you because you've done a great job, sir. Thanks, I've man. I've said this is the greatest sports show, and I'm going to go out saying it. Have a good day. Thank talk you. to you soon, guys. I'll talk to Thanks, you soon, man. Rack him. That was very nice of him to say all those yeah. things.
Many. He's right. Many. Tom Brady's never been nominated for an Emmy. Although, wait a minute. I, I don't know. Maybe his yeah. documentaries. I don't know. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming for all of us. <laughs> the last trophy when it comes out. Hashtag the last trophy. That'll, that's what it'll be. Hashtag. What, what, what would your theme song be if you were? I'd have to turn to you. You tell me, because it can't what? be Sinatra, that right? Is, you, yeah, that could be your character. You could. I mean, yeah. totally my way. Macho Man came down to pomp and circumstance. Yeah, yeah. like you, could, you could do Sinatra. Like uh, that's life. You absolutely. 100%. Totally. See, right there. If you use that, right, then you're like that hill. I can already see it. You're like the hill that, like, you're the intellectual savior. There was this guy named Damian Mizdow who was right. like that guy. But you come down, you think you, you act like you're smarter than the fans, yeah, and yeah. you put them that's down, right. and you look down your nose. Well, that's not my. Who is the, I'm not a heel. I don't. That's I don't, a character. Just a character. You're just playing that though. Like TJ, who's the '80s wrestler who uh, sprayed the arrogance? Oh, that was Rick Martel. The Rick model. Martel, the model. Yeah, <laughs> he, the he had an he atomizer was, of arrogance because he would just spray arrogance, which was really funny. I like that guy already. <laughs> it would be tough not to do Stone Colds for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got to come up with your own. Well, we'd have to figure out, like, if if I'm dangerous Dick Eisen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't want Sinatra for that. Right. But. but if I'm ravishing Rick Eisen. That's what I'm saying. That's a different that's one. That's a different one. Then yeah. you, could, you could totally do Sinatra. Ravishing, ravishing Rick Eisen. Oh, yeah, you come out ravishing with, like, a Ravishing Rick Eisen totally comes you down You come out Sinatra. with a suit. And then I could... I could put my next Emmy reel in for ravishing Rick Eisen so it would show up. That would be my name. That's like <laughs> Sure. Can you ask, if you win, Yes. can you ask the Emmy people to put ravishing in front of your name? Ravishing Rich Eisen? No, you put yeah. it in the middle. Rich, ravishing Eisen. No, no, you put it first, Mike. I mean, in wrestling, I get that, but you want in quotes. You know See, he, now he ruined never it. do that. Now he, he ruined, ruined it. You ruined Mike it. ruined it. Mike, you ruined it. We were on a roll. Yeah, were we on a roll? I'm not a wrestling guy. I'm All right, sorry. let's get to Chris Brockman's <laughs> news update right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Please hit it. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports <laughs> and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. He was a journalist. There you go. I mean, I have awards at home. Exactly. What's your award at home? Main columnist of the year? Sports columnist, 2009. Main Press Association. Thank you very much. What were they? What what was your competition? I mean, it was like me and three people. (laughs) (laughs) Where is the award? (laughs) There it is. Uh, I have a certificate. Actually, I have a certificate. Welcome to the club, Brockman. I can totally bring that in tomorrow if you want. You have it? I have it. Okay. It was, uh, I got it after I had already moved here to come work in NFL Network in 2009. Uh, I just got it in the mail one day, and the, uh, the old person who worked in my newspaper was like, hey, you won. I'm like, hey, all right. You have it up on a thing? A board, like a board? No, it's literally tucked in the oh, back. It's gotta, not framed? No. got to frame it. Why don't you frame no. it? Let's frame it. We can frame it. Sure. Should we put it up here? Do you want to? I point to that when they make... When well, I mean, where is it up? right now? Where do you keep it? It's literally in, uh, like... The, the stand that's next to my bed, it's just like tucked Next in the to your bed? Well, it's just like at the storage little space. It has a drawer for storage, and it's in there. Somewhere. Okay, so you don't display it anymore? No, no. They're going to bring it in here. Gotta have All right, it. I'll bring it in here. You know? First place, it says my name and everything. I'd be proud of that. I'm, exactly. I mean, for one year, you were the main, what is it again? <laughs> main, spo- main Press Association, yes. sports columnist. Daily newspaper, yeah. first place. What newspaper was it? The Journal Tribune. No longer exists. Oh, 
You are the Ted McGinley of of uh, of, Ma- of Maine uh, publications. Glo- How many glo- newspapers are there in Maine? Uh, daily papers? Not many more. I think See? there was like six. Let's or get seven. it in here. Let's I think frame there was it. Six or seven daily papers. Let's frame in Maine? it. Let's put it up there, man. You got to have it ready just in case somebody comes in here when we have. Well, every day we play again. the thing that says I'm not a journalist. exactly. It's I mean, like well, you're not a journalist. By the way, the <laughs> column that I submitted, the column that I submitted that yeah. year. Uh, was I wrote about like getting ready for March Madness, like things you should do to get ready for March Madness. Hey, yeah, okay. Pick a good bracket. And then the year before, <laughs> he's, and he's the guy who finishes last every year. Pick a good bracket. <laughs> That's a good number one. He doesn't listen to his own column. <laughs> Pick a good bracket. Would you like some news or what? Yeah. yeah. I'd like, so like where we're going right now. All right. So, Ian oh, Rabbit. Sorry. <laughs> well, good, Don. Stop it. Man, I hate the beard days. All right. Uh, so, Ian Rappaport just tweeted some stuff out about uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields has confirmed to NFL teams during the pre-draft process yes. that he is managing epilepsy, a neurological disorder that can cause seizures. Wow. Uh, it has not affected his football, and doctors oh. believe he will outgrow it. Oh, good. As some of his other family members have. Uh, not affected him on the field. Uh, prognosis from doctors that Fields should be in the same situation. His symptoms have shorter and less frequent over the last few years, has been taking medication, and has not had any recent issues. Okay. But that's just another part of the medical. That's something that, that you find out in the medical. will just yeah. say, I'm, I, I, they can't run the risk. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Part of the puzzle. Certainly hasn't looked like it's bothered him in the last... I, I mean, clearly didn't bother State, him. I yeah. mean, you could sit here and say whatever you want. Look, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. All I know is it's just one of those things, too, that yeah, one of those NFL teams will take... There will be a team that loves the tape, loves the kid, loves all this, not take him. Like, that. that's a possibility. But the one thing I do want to point out here again, Joel Klatt, I asked him about... Because the guy, you know, calls a ton of the Ohio State University football games. Guy works for Fox. He's in the booth for the main uh, broadcast of college football Saturday on Fox. They have the Big Ten contract. And if you are in the main booth for an organization that calls a ton of Big Ten football games, in this day and age, you're going to be calling a lot of Ohio State football games. Mm Mm-hmm. So I asked him, have you heard anything about Justin Fields' work ethic whatsoever? He said he's covered 10 Ohio State games. And he heard nothing each one of those times. And just to reiterate, anybody would sit there and go, well, well, of course. They're not going to tell a guy who's calling the broadcast anything that's denigrating of, of their prime quarterback. They absolutely would. And they would definitely maybe tell him as in the buzzword of he's got to, you know, work on becoming a harder worker. That's the buzzword for that sort of stuff. And then Justin Fields would maybe hear that Joel Klatt dropped that on the broadcast and maybe light the fire underneath the kid. Because kid's going to still be playing for the team next year or the year after or next game and the week after. Might as well just light that fire. And also, nobody's chattier than an NFL or a college football coach. Nobody's. They all chat, chit, 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 chat. He said he heard nothing about that. He was pretty emphatic. File it away. Not, he was like, not one time ever. ever. 
because one of them would say something. Yeah, we're just working on a few things with Justin. I mean, he's so what a good kid, to- terrific. He's great in the classroom. It's just that you know, the, trying to get him to be a little bit harder of a worker in in our you know in film study and you know, middle of the week, game day he's terrific. Middle of the week he's got some work to do. Like that's the way you say it. He said he heard none of that. What else you got over there, Chris? Uh, we talked earlier, Rich, about uh, Jaguars brass, Trent Bulky and um, uh, Urban Meyer met heard the media today. Yes. Yeah, I heard of those guys. Trent Bulky said that they have received calls, calls with an S, for the number one overall pick. Yeah. Quote, we have fielded a couple, but I think we're going to hold tight. Yeah, I think so. And that decision is made organizationally, and our ownership is involved with that as right. well. Added Urban Meyer. Shad Khan is going to be the one pulling the ticket. Pulling the ticket. On the first overall draft choice. Going to have a meeting tomorrow, and I imagine we'll get closer to a decision. That ticket was pulled the minute Urban Meyer <laughs> told Fox Sports, I'm no longer being a television broadcaster for you, I'm going to coach. That ticket's been pulled for weeks and months, and the only person that would call up asking for Trevor Lawrence is somebody who's just checking a box, taking a shot. Dude, Never know. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Plus, you can't trade Trevor Lawrence right now. I mean, how many people have... Gotten stuff off his wedding registry. Please. He's already donated to Jacksonville Charity. Could you imagine? Anything else over there? Yeah, of course. Uh, Chris Greer, Dolphins GM, spoke today. Talked about Tua. Quote, he's going to take the next step. The kid's been a winner everywhere he's been, and we're really excited for him, especially to have a full offseason under his belt, and I think that's really important for him. Greer added, when they evaluate playmakers, it is to add a blend between who they feel is the best player and how their skill set will mesh with Tua. Dolphins all in on Tua. I just got to say this. The whole concept of Tua is not going to be a better professional quarterback than Justin Herbert because of what we've seen through year one is nonsense. Might be the case. Might be the case. But it's nonsense. All that said, I'm just wondering if Deshaun Watson, as we refer to it in the media, his situation had not cropped up. If that had not happened at all. Would he be a dolphin? If, right if now? there wasn't, however you want to put it, however you want to however you want to put it, if 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 you know, um he never got a massage in his life, or what he's being accused of, he never did. If none of that happened, and that was off the table, and it was just, again, him being pissed at Houston Texans management, if essentially what happened from the middle of January until we first heard the name Tony Busby on a sports broadcast, would he be a Miami Dolphin right now? Would he be a Denver Bronco right now? That story, that's all we talked about, man. I know. From the middle of the playoffs all the way through to free agency. That's all we talked about. And now it's supposed to be the time when it was supposed to be at a fever pitch with eight days to go until the draft. And you don't hear anything. And the Dolphins are wise to stick with Tua and build around him. And I'm just wondering if all of this, if we look back on Tua's career becoming the next Marino for the Dolphins anyway... We look back and just say that one off season where yeah. could have happened. 
and then cut to this video when you're watching it in the middle of the season after whatever Watson's situation is is either cleared up, put to bed, however you put it, and the Dolphins trade for him anyway because they have enough draft capital next year to do it too. I don't foresee it. Couple other things, uh, NFL schedule, yes. guys. So we got a schedule release. May twelfth, right? Wednesday, May twelfth. I was told a couple of days ago to As Adam Schefter said, it's X a date that off. to get more dates. I'll be there. Eight Eastern, NFL Network. Presented by Verizon. <laughs> I'll be there. Love it. Love it. Joe Burrow said his knee is ahead of schedule and he is expecting to play week one. We didn't talk about him with that knee scar, right? Yeah, so uh, the Bengals debuted some new jerseys earlier in the week. We saw Kyle Brandt in a less than medium on Good Morning Football. Uh, Bengals' new jerseys look great, but one of the things people were pointing out in the photos, clearly visible on that knee of Joe Burrow, a nice ACL scar. It's going to be one. It's going to be one. Those are pretty. Fl- Those whites are clean. Fly? Should I use the word fly uniform? Uh, fly, fly for a white guy? No. Those whites are clean. They're Maybe. not fly, or it's just I shouldn't. As a fifty-one-year-old Jewish man, father of three, use the word fly. I don't ever want to like impede your progress when it comes to <laughs> you know getting hip. So I'm not going to tell you not to do. Look it. at that scar. Jeez, wow. that goes from top of the knee all the way down. Wow. Geez. Rich, remember when we almost spilled coffee on Joe Burrow? At the, uh, I did. That was me. Well, I didn't want to like just no, point you out. I said we as at, a collective. At the Super Bowl yeah. in Indianapolis. <laughs> no, no, in Miami. In Miami, sorry. Yeah, 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 that's Miami. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Super Bowl in Miami. I also remember he was just like so cool about it. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, oh, okay, all right. And yeah, it was like, I, I spilled coffee everywhere because <laughs> he came by. Was he? Were you pre-taping with him or something like that? No, he, I think he might have been top of the hour and we spilled yeah. it in the break. Oh. The long, but like the countdown, the air was coming and we were break. scrambling yeah, to wipe all this coffee. TJ got paper towel. We were like, let's say this. Let's say this. Let me just say this here, okay? We are all of us, all of us, thoroughly overlooking the Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody's talking about them. Bingo. They've got a top five selection in this draft. And what, the, and what the Dolphins traded back up to go get, what the Lions are hoping to get at seven, what the Broncos are hoping falls to them through, through Carolina at eight, all the way to them at nine, what your Dallas Cowboys might do at 10, all predicated in a way on a domino tumble from five. There's so much we're focusing on three and four, obviously, because you've got quarterback needy teams, one of them trading all the way up for a quarterback. So suddenly somebody who's got Jimmy Garoppolo is quote-unquote needy. The Falcons might be quarterback needy, might not be. One team that is not sitting at five, as we all know, is, is Cincinnati. And then if Burrow does come back in week one and runs around like a deer in his new uniform and he's got Jamar Chase and he's got T. Higgins and he's got Joe Mixon and he's got all that comes with it, we're overlooking him. We have no idea. Could they be the sleeper team of 2021? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely they can be. You know? I feel you, man. See what I'm saying? I feel you. Nobody talks about him for various reasons. You know, one of them is there are the Bengals. The yeah. same way that Ted Lasso slagged on the Jets at the end of his, yeah. at the mm-hmm. end of that trailer. But they are definitely something to um, file away. 
You know, Rich, yesterday Chris and I were talking, I was telling him this weekend, I was watching NFL Network. It was, I want to say, a week seven, week eight game between the Bengals and the Browns. And remember I was telling you this, Brockman, it was like it came down, Burrow drove the Bengals down oh, yeah. the field, yeah, yeah. hit Gio Bernard with a touchdown to take the lead with a minute six left. Then Baker Mayfield led the Browns on this drive, and he hit Donovan Peoples-Jones with a touchdown with 11 seconds left. And I was like, I can't believe I don't remember this game because I was so caught up in watching these two get busy. Right. And I was like, Burrows and Baker, I mean, this yep. could be awesome for the next 10 years. And, and Lamar, Hopefully it will be. Yeah. And Lamar. And then whoever goes and plays for the Steelers once Big Ben yeah. says vial con Dios. That's going to be a very big move because they've got to be able to keep up with those quarterbacks no that doubt. you just mentioned. Let's take yeah. a break. When we come back, uh, rule changes in the National Football League. Yeah, we're all over the map. Usually this is done in late March, but it leaks, looks like the league is voting on rule changes. We'll talk about that in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now, what do you want to ask, Rich? Because I'm prepared to answer since I won three of these things. You're doing a radio show, yes, a television show, yes. and growing a beard all at the same time. It's a big game. What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? This going to be 80, 83 to 6. I called it. I used to know you when you didn't have what's going when on. When I didn't have hair. What's going on? Back, Mortimer. <laughs> do you think I should? I, I do. Oh, wow. You do? You're not really happy. What? You're enthusiastical, <laughs> but you're not really happy. My real name, which is three people called me, is, is actually Steve-On. 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 Stevie. Had you used that name? Everybody had a baby with a name, their baby, Steve-On. Well, Steve-On, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Y'all some dirtbag. <laughs> Who did you hear singing karaoke in the Gatorade suite that night? It was a beautiful voice. Is this the young lady from Catching Kelsey? Are no, you- this is not. It's like an angel bringing us in. Mm-hmm. We're there, we walk in, and we see, see Rich Eisen, mm. karaoke. 
dominating. It was not a cast. It was one of those ground. Is it a cast? It's tough to do karaoke now. People are filming all the time. Then they judge, and you know, I get judged enough. I don't need to be judged on my singing ability. I'm plus one in Roger Goodell's suite. Any, meeny, miny, Mo. Uh-oh. <laughs> he did not point to either one of oh. you guys. Your favorite talk show hosts, Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. He Dang loves it. You've got mail. You've got mail. It's he- not even the best Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. Exactly. <laughs> the symbolic of the breaking of bread, I, I look at as the cutting oh. of bread. Wow. So on the side. Uh, get him a nice parting gift, will you please? <laughs> How's my posture? Is it confident? It's, well, yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, you're just like leaning back. Relaxed. Swag. How's my posture? It's all right. <laughs> Fun stuff. Oh, my gosh. And then the Eagles actually won that Super Bowl. And Chris Brockman and I were in three-degree weather walking out of the stadium together. That might be generous. It might have been negative three. <laughs> it definitely was. Are yeah, you was rolling cold. putts over there during the break? Or you just you, you got putting tips from the LPGA. You got your... Your Callaway White Hot OG yeah, Putter. Gotta, and stay ready, Rich, so I'm going to get ready. You understand? That's Friday's show, right? We're going to see your work with the uh, with the LPGA here I'm in hoping, Los Angeles? I'm hoping. You okay. know, I got a, got a few tips from some of my new favorite uh, female players. golfers. Players. Yes, players. Yes, the yeah. golfers preferred, would, would like to be referred to as players. Right. Well, I was just separating them because the male, the men didn't help me at all. It was all the ladies that helped me. <laughs> so I wouldn't Good for you. The LPGA for welcoming Damn me. Damn straight. And you know what, Rich? They actually were thanking me for coming. I'm like, are you, are you kidding? This is my pleasure. It was. I've, I heard it went very well. I Look forward so. to seeing that. It'll be on Friday's edition of the Rich Eisen Show, everybody. Back here, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Um, did they vote on, uh, on, on some rules changes, Christopher? Did the NFL yes. do that? What, so what? there were some votes. Uh, things have passed. Uh, no more preseason overtime. Okay. <laughs> well, that That's good to uh, know. Kind of the one that everyone's uh, excited about, the, the jersey change. Uh, players can now wear single digits if you are a running back or a wide receiver or any side of the ball. Okay. So single digits, not just for kickers. <laughs> Anymore. Pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. That's pretty awesome, I think. You know, Chris, like you and I were talking about it during the break, though, when we were kids, those numbers really helped me as a kid be able yeah. to identify the positions. Like, we knew the 80s were the receivers, and you know, the 50s were the centers, and as you said, the 60s were the guards, the 70s were the tackles. So, you know, that was just something as a kid kinda, that really helped yeah, me. Yeah, kind of helped you dif- yeah. differentiate of like, oh, this guy is this position, yes. and this is this position. Especially when you're a young kid. Uh, I'm just trying to figure it kinda out. Kind of learning the game and just kind of figuring things out. But uh, let's see. There here's are, some other one. I got. Yeah, here, there are a couple some, other ones. So you remember Brady attempted an illegal forward pass? Remember he double passed it? Remember that? Yeah, it was batted down. He caught it and then he threw, threw it again. again. Which yeah. you're not allowed to do. Right. And then there are other ones where, you know, you go past the line of scrimmage, you throw it. And uh, if an illegal pass is caught or intercepted, the ball may be advanced and the penalty declined. Wait, say that again? If you intercept an illegal forward pass, you get to keep the ball. So if Tom Brady... Had thrown an interception on that double pass. batted back to him, he catches it, he throws it again, and it's intercepted. You get to say, I decline the penalty, even though that was an illegal forward pass and should be... uh, Yeah. And you get to keep possession. Yep. Wow. Wow. For a second forward pass behind the line or a forward pass that was uh, thrown after the ball... Returned behind the line. Loss of down in five yards from the previous spot is one way to put at it. 
for a forward pass from beyond the line, loss of down and five yards from the spot of the pass. And for a forward pass that is thrown after a change of possession, loss of five yards from the spot of the pass. Oof. Don't mess with it, in other words. Don't do it. There's another rule change that's going on right here about the uniform numbers. Running backs and full backs and tight ends can wear 1 through 49 and 80 through 89. <laughs> Quarterbacks, punches, and play kickers, one through, nine, 1 through 19. How about that? There you go. That passed. Whole bunch of New Jersey's coming. And then um, extra point. If a foul results in, in a retry for an extra point, team A will have the option to enforce the penalty from the spot where it was attempted, the try, or from the yard line for the other try option. Okay. The location of which is determined by any previously enforced penalty, if applicable. I mean, could you read that again, Rich? I guess again, is that now, I guess, if a foul results in a retry foul during a, an extra point, right? Right. A teammate will have the option to enforce the penalty from the spot where it was attempted, the try, the previous spot, or from the yard line for the other try option, the location of which is determined by any previously enforced penalty, if applicable. So I guess if it's, you know... Half the distance, you try it from the one or the half-yard line. I don't know how that's any different, but that's that's the rule change. Maybe if it's an offensive penalty, see, so they kick it from, like, say, the 33, mm. even though the line of scrimmage is the 25, you can move it back from the 33, maybe back five more yards so you're kicking from the 38. How about this one, though? That's weird. How about this one? Overtime rules were denied again. Ugh. They got to do something about the overtime rules. Uh, the, the, by the way, not the thank goodness they didn't mess with overtime. No, I like overtime but as the, it is, but the, it should go back the to 15 minutes. Kick, the, onside, the onside kick is still going to be, you know, worse than 10% try. And this whole 4th and 15 stuff is too advanced for NFL teams to give it a try. Instead of an onside kick, you get one shot at it starting at your 30-yard line. If you get it to the 45, you get to keep the ball. They have a problem with that. I don't. I'd love to try it. You know what I'm used to already? I'm used to the man on second base to start extra innings. I'm used to that already. I hate it. I know you might hate it, but it's also, I, I don't want to see 17, 18 inning games anyway. I don't. I'm already there. I'm already there. Let's go. Especially as Yankees. Let's fans. go. Let's go. Let's try it. By the it. way, seven Buckle inning down. double headers suck. Like, yeah, I mean, it's. Seven inning double headers are. are I, again, I, I mean, I, this isn't like AAU on Saturdays. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't mind it, What's man. It's a long rule? season. How many runs? It's a long season. So let's play 154. That, that's the good way to, to fix it, too. But I don't mind the guy on second base. I kind of dig it. It's tight. Check back in with me when the Yankees get eliminated on it. Or the Yankees would be lucky. Exactly. Boy, they just—they—they they, they yeah, won a game yesterday. Well, because they got—they loaded the—they ba- got loaded bases, and then a wild pitch and a walk yeah. got him in. They can't get a key hit. He scored two runs. He scored two runs on no hits in that. They—they—they gifted the Braves gifted yeah. the Yankees a, a crucial win last night. TJ, you got a Mets jersey for me? I'm coming over. <laughs> we don't judge, want you, Mike. But judge no. Stanton, <laughs> kill kid. I got a hat right here, though, Mike. I'm good. Glaber Torres has got Mets. one RBI right now. Clint Frazier hasn't had an RBI in damn near 80 at-bats. I mean, Sanchez the, is brutal. The A's have won 10 in a row. They're halfway to Moneyball. Don't look now. I know. We're talking baseball. Dodgers are crushing it. 
That well, they lost yesterday. We didn't because you know we talked about the Super League quite a bit. That Dodgers Padres series over the weekend oh, was, was intense. I loved it. Dynamic. I loved it. Tatis being back kind of amped that up. Well, a I mean, bit. not just that, but Mookie Betts with a game-saving catch in center field, yeah. a game-ending game-saving game, catch yeah, in yeah. center field, in in one game. That was a fun series. Another game where it looked like Profar purposely hit the the, the catcher's mick to advance on catcher's interference. And um, and Clayton Kershaw comes out, and you could read, like, not to turn all John Boy, but you could read lips, you know. <laughs> and then Sunday's game, Trevor Bauer giving up a jack to uh, to my Wolverine Cronenworth. Yeah. And then they they pulled one. They, they avoided the sweep. That was intense. Yeah. Felt, felt like a playoff it, series. Who said that? Was it John Boy said that the Padres could be the most dangerous team to the Dodgers after losing the division to them? In the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they have, they they probably don't have a shot to win the division, right? But give them seven seven cracks at the Dodgers in the playoffs, right? Could do it. Could knock them off. I think so. That was a great series over the weekend. That was fun. That was fun. But the Yankees, st- there's not enough ice for them to stink on right no. now. That's no. a fact. It's- I don't need to hear from you saying you're talking about no, the Mets. I, I don't need- I, yesterday I, was Don so Mattingly's 60th birthday. Save us, by right the way. Now. Yankee was uh, it was uh, Don Mattingly's Donnie baseball's 60th birthday yesterday. Yeah, 60. 60. Oof. Six zero for my favorite Yankee. Man, he probably still hit 280. Dude, that guy, man, we'd take him. Yeah, you'd take 280 for him on the Yankees <laughs> right, right now. now. Oh my god, right I don't even know what the hell is <laughs> happening. Come on, Don. I don't even know what the Come hell on. is happening there. I know the Mets are in first place. I do know that. That's because they've yeah, only played four games. Exactly. <laughs> they, have, exactly. <laughs> they have not played a lot of games. <laughs> they played 12 first and foremost, okay? Yeah, Dude. but everyone else has played almost 20. Look out, oh, Really? Man. The, the Phillies have played six, I'm gonna 17. Say this. I'm going to say this, even though the filter in my brain says don't say it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay? I'm going to say it. Look out for the Mets now, man. They got an owner who could just pay off Bobby Bo. Bernie Madoff's dead. It's, all, it's gone. <laughs> Put that to rest. All of it. So the Literally Mets, the Mets are like the, the Brooklyn Nets of New York now. Probably, Ooh. the Knicks have won what six in a row, seven in a row. Knicks are hot, man. Yeah, and then Ariel Hawani, I went back at him. He's just like coach of the year. Is Tibbs coach of the year? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, eleven and a half games worse than than uh, the Jazz. How about the Suns? Ten games worse than him. And they were like, well, they were supposed to only win 22 games this year. All right, back to, back to the Yankees for a second. Yeah. I saw some stat. They haven't fired a manager in season since, like, 1990. You think Boone makes it the whole year? Yes, I do. Yeah. That's Hal, not George. Yeah, in, George in, would have in, been, in, you're out. Like, yeah, he George would have. George. He'd be fired the, already, some right? Of these, some of these innings that, they, that, that Garrett Cole, where Boone pressed the wrong button, kept him in too long, and that was after Cole had the defense totally – Pooped the bed behind him, and the offense couldn't get him the runs. And Cole was making a gajillion dollars. The exact type of inning that would have sent George Steinbrenner through Harold Rubenstein to call somebody anonymously to the Daily News and say, the manager's in trouble. <laughs> Mid-game. Mid-game. That's exactly what would be happening. <laughs> Can you imagine if Steinbrenner had Mid-game. Twitter? Mid-game. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Someone should create a Steinbrenner oh. Twitter account. That'd be great. I'd follow it. I'm on it. Thanks for taking in this show. We're back on Peacock to take it a brother from another.